it was very early in the morning. I was heading down to Tucson. Honestly, I drive it pretty frequently, so I wasn't paying a ton of attention. And what caught my eye was this red Mustang I had been following for several miles uh, suddenly started braking and pulling over to the right. Then I looked forward past the Mustang and see this small, dark-colored sedan coming towards me, which was rather confusing. Welcome to In Focus, a production from Cronkite News. I'm your host, Asia Walters. For this episode, we are taking a deeper look at the new technology the Arizona Department of Transportation will be installing along Interstate 17. In 2017, more than 990 wrong-way driving incidents have been reported, which, according to the Arizona Department of Public Safety, is reportedly equal to last year. We hear from an individual who experienced a wrong-way incident firsthand, along with a public safety official and vehicle detection expert. Melody Hendricks, an Arizona State University graduate, describes her encounter with the wrong-way driver on an Arizona freeway. Fortunately, Hendricks was able to avoid colliding with the driver, but others haven't been successful, resulting in lives lost. One Grand Canyon University student, Carly Richardson, was weeks away from graduating when she and her sister, Kelsey, were killed by a wrong-way driver on Good Friday. The driver, Keaton Allison, another GCU student, had been driving for six miles the wrong way, according to an Arizona Department of Public Safety report. Nearly two months later, two middle-aged men were killed when one of them entered the 51 southbound from the Interstate 10 eastbound HOV lane. With 23 deaths or injuries resulting from 2017's wrong-way crashes, transportation officials in the state collaborated to find a solution. In June 2017, the State Transportation Board approved the Arizona Department of Transportation's plan to install a thermal detection system along Interstate 17. This came after Governor Doug Ducey's instruction to accelerate construction of the project. The system will use a three-phase approach when a wrong-way vehicle enters the freeway. This will include alerting wrong-way drivers so they can self-correct, sending warnings to right-way drivers, and delivering faster notification to law enforcement. According to ADOT, the project will cost $3.7 million. Luckily, I pulled over safely and stopped, but my heart was racing, and it was absolutely horrifying. I probably sat there for a solid you know, two minutes, just kind of calming down, bringing my breathing back to normal. Then I called 911 and reported it. I luckily was close enough to a mile marker that I gave him a good starting point. I just hoped that either he had corrected himself or the cops had found him before he hurt anybody. Trooper Cameron Lee from the Arizona Department of Public Safety says officers are currently alerted by incoming 911 calls. With the help of ADOT's project, law enforcement hopes to respond to wrongly drivers faster than their present operation. Generally, it's from a 911 call, right, that comes in and says there's a wrongly driver at this location. Our troopers are immediately dispatched to that area. All of our troopers that are even close by will respond. And so that's what we want the public to understand. If it's southbound in the northbound lanes of I-17, any trooper within 10, 15 miles is going to be heading this way. 
because it's that much of a priority for us. They will leave what they're doing unless they're investigating something else and they will come to this wrong way. When it comes to tips to avoid a wrong way driver, Trooper Lee said there isn't a one-size-fits-all scenario. Do not drive distracted. Give yourself plenty of time to perceive a danger and react to it. That, that takes a little bit of time. By the time you perceive it and react, that takes some seconds. And a vehicle can travel a great distance in that amount of time. So the times of day that we usually see our wrong-way drivers, again, there are always exceptions to this, but generally in the late evening to early morning hours. And generally they're driving uh, in the median lane or in the HOV lane because to them, they're driving in the correct direction, right? So they're driving on the right-hand side. Hendrick's experience relates with Lee's statement, which occurred early in the morning and with the driver in the right lane. So, you know, if you feel better about not driving on that right-hand side, go ahead and do that. Again, we're not going to say that's a one-size-fits-all, but these are just small things that, that we can do to make sure that if we see something, we know what to do, we have a plan in mind, uh, we're not driving distracted so that we can perceive that danger, and then we have the the thought to, I need to call law enforcement and let them know where I just saw this vehicle so that they can try and intercept it. Trooper Lee says that every wrong way driver concerns DPS and every life that is lost is a tragedy. According to Lee's experience and research on wrong way driving, every two out of three accidents is a result from an impaired driver. Keaton Allison, who killed the two sisters and himself in April 2017, had a BAC level of 0.25%, according to results from the Maricopa County Office of the Medical Examiner. In Arizona, a BAC level of 0.2% or above is considered a super extreme DUI charge. One of the things we really need to do is make it socially unacceptable to drive impaired. I mean, we already have these laws, they're already there. Um, but we need to make it to where it's the point where it's completely unacceptable, where we as a public are outraged when we see somebody getting behind the wheel impaired and that we're willing to take the keys away from them or we're willing to call law enforcement and say, hey, this person just got behind the wheel impaired. They're not getting drunk or they're not, you know, getting high on the freeways. They're getting high before they get to the freeways. Both Hendricks and Lee share concerns about those who drive under the influence, and they want people to commute safely by using a different way home. Take a quick nap or take the time to get sober, because you're going to regret the decision to drive almost definitely. Whether it's you're throwing the dice once and you happen to be okay, or you're throwing them 40 times statistically, you're going to either pulled over and get a DUI, or you're going to hurt somebody. And you would hope you'd get the DUI before you actually seriously hurt someone. Uber, Lyft, these things are great. Uh, it, it's a quick way to get home, relatively a cheap way, especially when you consider the consequences of what can happen. Let's say that you are involved in a wrong way crash or DUI, uh, you either hurt or kill the other person, you're, you're facing some very, very, very serious charges, really up to second-degree murder. The Department of Public Safety is working with ADOT, along with the Arizona Governor's Office of Highway Safety, to implement this information into educational programs for the public. ADOT can't do it by themselves. Governor's Office of Highway Safety can't do it by themselves. We have to have these three pieces, and then we have to have that fourth piece, which is really 
everyone, uh, all of Arizonans. You know, we, we rely on the public. We can't do our job without the public, and the same goes for wrong-way drivers. We cannot stop them without the public's help. Besides educating the public, ADOT's project will also incorporate thermal cameras starting from the Interstate 17 and Interstate 10's intersections, all the way to where the Interstate 17 meets the Loop 101, about 15 miles of freeway. The thermal cameras will be placed at one-mile intervals and will signal when a wrong-way vehicle passes so state troopers can plan their response and get out in front of the wrong-way driver faster. But ADOT's thermal system isn't the first of its kind. Ed Smaglick, a civil engineering professor at Northern Arizona University, has studied numerous vehicle detection systems, including the one ADOT plans to use. Smaglick said most vehicle detection systems require input from the traffic detectors in the field. These devices send information to the control box in order to indicate when cars need a green signal. However, delivering signals to wrong-way drivers is easier said than done. The challenge with, with wrong-way driving is that uh, you, you need to somehow get information out to a driver that is very likely impaired. Um, so a lot of the things that, you know, when you're driving down the freeway sober, um, if you saw it, uh, you'd wake up and you'd see it and, and you'd react to it. Um, an impaired driver may not respond in the same way. The camera that they're using is an off-the-shelf uh, camera that has the capability of detecting wrong-way vehicles. Um, and from what I understand from reading the press release, I didn't don't have any other details on the project than what um, what I read on the internet. Um, they're going to use that at several locations to detect detect vehicles going um, going in the wrong direction, um, and that's going to be used to alert people as well as uh, uh, bring up uh, an indication to the driver to hopefully that they'll be able to see and, and respond to uh, those. The off-the-shelf camera is another, it's another type of vehicle detection. So that same camera can also be used at an intersection. Um, and you also will find those vehicle detectors used uh, on a freeway to count cars as well. ADOT plans to start installation of the cameras on the freeway in the fall. Smaglick says the installation of the cameras shouldn't be extensive. And according to ADOT, the plan is to mount the cameras on poles that already exist, as well as installing new fixtures for the technology. When it comes to the cost of ADOT's new project, Smaglick and Trooper Lee believe the revenue of saving a human life is worth much more. The value of human life is in the seven figures. Uh, so when you think about three or four million dollars for this, if, if, you know, if we're killing you know, three or four people a year on this, it, it certainly will, get, will, will bring a solid return on, on investment. So oftentimes we talk about money when we put out releases like this, when ADOT puts out a release about how much they're going to be spending on this. You can't put a price on people's lives. If this is a technology that's going to work, we're going to, you know, we should be willing to spend whatever we need to spend to make sure that it's implemented so that we can save people's lives. It may be your family, it may be mine. We do not like going to these type of scenes where somebody is severely hurt or has died as a result. That, that, it's just not something we want to do. It's not something we want to see. We do it because we swore to do it. Uh, we're, the law asks us to do it, uh, to give thorough investigations to make sure that those are, those are uh, done right. But we're excited that maybe we won't have to go to them as much. 
As a college professor, Smaglick, along with others, shines light on the importance for students to stay safe on the road. You know, um, to realize that you're not invincible. Um, I think we all go through that as, as we age, as we get through those early 20s and in, into our 30s and, and 40s now, um, and, and realize that uh, there are consequences to, to, your act, to your actions. Considering that I hadn't graduated yet, and it's almost like your life hasn't begun yet, having everything end or change in your life drastically before you've managed to really get your footing is very upsetting. Uh, for those students that are looking to get behind the wheel of a car after they've had a couple beers, there are so many other options that either cost nothing or are very, very inexpensive for them to get around when they have been drinking. As the heat begins to fade in Phoenix and the timeline for installation is set to begin, it is important to educate the public and find a solution to stop wrongly driving, not only in Arizona, but nationwide. Thank you to Melanie Hendricks for sharing her experience with the wrong way driver, Trooper Cameron Lee for explaining the seriousness of not only driving in the wrong way lane, but impaired driving, and Ed Smaglick for providing his expertise in vehicle detection systems. This episode was produced by Alexis Gubander. To leave feedback on this specific episode, visit our website at cronkitenews.azpbs.org forward slash podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Cronkite News or on Facebook at Cronkite News Online. Be sure to never miss an episode of In Focus by subscribing on SoundCloud or on iTunes. In Focus is a production of Cronkite News and Arizona PBS from Arizona State University's Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and Mass Communication in downtown Phoenix. I'm your host, Asia Walters. Thanks for listening.